Hello and welcome to the Christmas edition of Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast. Um, I wasn't planning to do a podcast until later this week, but there's been enough going on, especially in the UFC, that uh, I have enough to, uh, to do one today. Hope you're all having a Merry Christmas. If you have a minute, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. So uh, the main thing we've got, we've got some UFC fight announcements to talk about. Uh, first of all, from uh, late last week, um, Andrea Lee announced on Instagram that she will face Ashley Evans-Smith at UFC on ESPN1, February 17th at the Talking Stick Resort Arena in Phoenix. Now, uh, originally it was announced that Lauren Murphy uh, was going to be doing this fight, but she has pulled out due to injury. I understand she's having surgery of some sort. Anyway, this flight is, fight is at flyweight. Now, Andrea was supposed to be fight on the um, Milwaukee show uh, uh, last week, but Jessica Rose Clark got sick and the fight was canceled. So they brought her into this. I'm, I'm kind of glad they found uh, a fight for her quickly. Andrea is 29 years old from Shreveport, Louisiana. Her record is 9-2 and two and 1-0 in the UFC. She is a former LFA champ and an Invicta veteran. Of course, she's been in the news recently after her husband and coach Donnie Aaron was charged with domestic violence. I think he's still at large. Now, I don't think Andrea has changed camps because they have other coaches there and Andrea's best friend and teammate, uh, Adam Waite fighter and Ryzen veteran Andy Nguyen, uh, lives with her. Now, Andrea is popular because of her sex appeal and charisma. She is a mid-card fighter at this point because she hasn't beaten anyone good yet. And a couple of the and she's lost to a couple of fighters who are pretty good. So, eh, she's gotten by on her looks so far. I'm not sure she's all that good a fighter. I mean, I don't think Ashley is a whole lot better than who she's who she's beaten previously, but. The main thing is the UFC found her a fight uh, reasonably quickly. Now, the other two fights that were announced are for UFC 235, uh, March 2nd at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Now, the first one is a big fight. This is going to be Holly Holm versus Aspen Ladd, and that's going to be at bantamweight. Uh, Holly's last two fights were at featherweight. And as shallow as that division is, I am surprised that she is returning to bantamweight. Now, her win over Megan Anderson was very impressive, and I don't think it would take much for her to get another title shot at uh, featherweight. And this fight is very tough for her, okay? Aspen is 23 years old. She trains at MMA Gold in El Dorado Hills, California. Her record is 7-0. She's 2-0 in the UFC. I've had my eye on her since she debuted in Invicta. And I like that Aspen finishes fights. You know, she's fi has finished six of her seven fights. And in her last fight, she finished Tanya Evinger in the first round. And Tanya Evinger is a, a veteran fighter. She's really good. I mean, I guess you could have called her a gatekeeper. Uh, but, you know, that was by ground and pound, but she's also won by submission. Now, for a 23-year-old, she's very mature and poised fighter. Some might say that Holly's experience could give her an edge. 
but I think Aspen's quickness could tip the scale. So we'll know early on if Holly can keep up with Aspen. If she can't, this won't last very long. So uh, I would expect the winner of this fight to get a title shot. And I really like Aspen's chances in this fight. Um, you know, she, she likes to finish, and that's the most important thing as far as I'm concerned. Okay, the other fight for this uh, that's been added to this card... Uh, Adam Hill of the Las Vegas Journal Review reported yesterday that Macy Chason versus Gina Mazzani has been added to UFC 235 March 2nd at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Now, this fight is at bantamweight. Now, that's interesting because Macy won Tough 28, which was for featherweights. Now, she's 27 years old from New Orleans. She's 3-0 and 1-0 in the UFC. Now, all her fights have been at featherweight, and she has fought most of her amateur fights at 155, okay? So why is this at bantamweight? Well, I assume the UFC wants to keep her active while they figure out what to do with the featherweight division. Uh, my guess is if Chris Cyborg leaves the UFC after her contract ends later this year, she has, uh, after... Uh, this Saturday's fight, she has one more fight left on her contract, okay? Uh, they will discontinue the featherweight division. So they want to see if Macy can fight at bantamweight. Uh, I liked her when I saw her in Invicta, so I was not surprised that Macy won tough 28. Uh, I picked her to win. She's five foot nine, which is tall for a bantamweight. Uh, Gina is 30 years old. She trains at Extreme Couture in Las Vegas. Her brother, Dave Mazzani, is an EFC champ. That's that company in Africa. And both are also pro wrestlers, and they frequently work as a tag team. Uh, Gina's record is 5-2 and 1-2 and and in the UFC. After an unsuccessful tryout for Tough 18, Gina got into the UFC as a late replacement February 2017. She is not a UFC-caliber fighter, so... Uh, the main thing about this is we don't know if Macy can make 135 or if she will be the same fighter at the lighter weight, and I guess we'll find out. And um, again, I have said all along, okay, that uh, there simply aren't enough featherweights to make a decent division. And we saw in Tough 28 that most of the fighters who were um, on that show uh, are either were either bantamweights or they just weren't any good. And if you think they weren't any good, you should have seen the, the bunch that tried to get in, okay? They were worse. So, um, you know, and, and the interesting thing is that Macy is actually a legit featherweight. She has never fought at bantamweight, unlike uh, with Pani Kianzad, who we all knew once Tough 28 was over, she was going to go back to bantamweight. You know, she's fought at both. So there are fighters that can fight at both. But the problem is, uh, if Chris Cyborg leaves, there is no point in keeping the division around, okay? Because all of these fighters that they've hired at featherweight can also fight at bantamweight. Well, we'll see about Macy, but uh, I have a feeling she'll be okay. Um, but uh, it, what, do you think Bellator is any better? No, they're just as bad. Once you get past their champ, Julia Budd, it's, it's just awful. They're, look at 145 pounds has always been a weak division. It's not improving. It's never going to improve. The best 145-pound fighter around outside Chris Cyborg right now is Invicta's uh, featherweight champ, 
Felicia Spencer. Now they're trying to bring in featherweights, but what we're finding out is most of them are awful. So, uh, you know, wishing it isn't going to make it so because there just aren't enough good ones out there. Okay, on a couple of other uh, notes, that I, another UFC note that, as you probably heard uh, over the last couple of days, this Saturday's UFC show is moving from uh, Las Vegas to the, the Forum in Los Angeles because um, they were not, unable to get John Jones licensed in Nevada. And, you know, I, this is probably their best solution. They could have either moved it there or they could have moved it to Texas, which is the other place where he got, uh, he got uh, licensed. But the problem is, uh, the, you know, they had canceled the uh, UFC show that they were supposed to do at the end of January. So I don't know when they're going back to California next. So really, uh, uh, despite the inconvenience, mostly to fans, uh, which is unfortunate, this, this was probably their best solution because uh, I don't think they're going back to uh, California uh, for a couple of months. Uh, you could say, oh, save it for the March 2nd show in Vegas. Well, we don't know if he's going to get licensed in Nevada because, <laughs> I mean, they, they just, it was inconvenient for them to meet and, and license him, okay? And what about the Brooklyn show? What? Who knows if he can get licensed in New York State? Nobody knows. He got licensed basically two places, California, Nevada, California and Texas, okay? So that was their choice. Now, I'm not going to comment on his positive test because of trace amounts of an old, uh, old uh, steroid or whatever the heck it was because I, I just don't know enough about it, okay? And I don't think really anybody knows enough about it to comment on it. But what the um, uh, USADA has determined is that, scientifically speaking, it's not a new, uh, it's not a new result. It's, it's, a, it's a kind of a residual from when he did have um, uh, foreign uh, steroids in his body. So he may test positive again. Now, California tested him, and he came out clean. So I don't know. There are too, uh, there are too many variables to really know what the hell's going on with this thing. But it doesn't seem like he's been on anything at all. Uh, people who come out and have that knee-jerk reaction, well, he tested positive, he should be banned again. I don't know. There's scientific evidence that indicates that maybe he wasn't. So I don't know. Don't know enough about it. Now, the other thing I wanted to comment on is the WW, brief WWE thing, as, as you probably have heard uh, on last week's edition of their um, uh, syndicated show, uh, the main event. Uh, it was announced that uh, uh, Asuka would defend the uh, uh, SmackDown Women's Champ against uh, um, Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble. Now, I thought there was something fishy about this, and... Uh, uh, the reason I thought there was something fishy about this is why in the hell would you allow, announce a match like that on the main event, which is a show that nobody watches? Okay, secondly, I, I wouldn't do that show. I wouldn't do that match at the Royal Rumble, okay? I got other ideas. But as it turned out, 
the whole thing was a mistake, okay? Because, and, they've, and they're not doing it. And I, and I don't think they are going to do it, okay? Maybe at one point they were thinking about doing it, but uh, the problem is uh, the guy who does the main, who hosts the main event, which is uh, Scott Stanford, uh, he doesn't work for the WWE full time. It's a side job for him. He actually works at WPIX in New York City, and that's where his segments of the main event and anything else that he does is taped. He doesn't go on the road with the WWE ever. All right, so he's been doing that for years. So somehow they got it. There was, you know, some miscommunication about, you know, whether this match is happening or not, and it was announced by mistake. Now I don't think they're going to do that at the Royal Rumble. I didn't think so when it was announced. I thought it was kind of odd, and it turns out it was incorrect. Uh, I don't expect them to do that match because I think what they're going to do is have. Uh, Becky win the Royal Rumble and then face Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania, but uh, I don't really expect. I don't really expect. Uh, uh, didn't really expect that match to be the real thing. So we'll see. I say we don't know what they're going to do with Asuka yet because they. Uh, uh, she's not going to be on next week's SmackDown, on, on tonight's SmackDown. So uh, she may very well be on next week's show because she is on the house show loop coming up. Okay, now. That's it for today. Uh, as usual, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. My uh, song of the day on my blog is actually a jazz Christmas track by Dexter Gordon called um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas that uh, Dexter recorded back in uh, 1980. So uh, that is definitely worth checking out because Dexter was a fantastic musician. Okay. Uh, likely be back this Friday for my uh, preview to uh, this weekend's UFC show. And also, uh, Yoshirai is on tonight's NXT, so I will probably have that match on my blog as well. So, uh, if you have any questions uh, or comments that you want to leave on the podcast, you can do so, and I'm more than happy to answer any questions. You can subscribe to the podcast at... Uh, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, iTunes. Uh, have a Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you on Friday. <laughs>